Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Gotta admit, Jordan. Hmm. I'm upset. Oh, no. I'm oh, fi- no. Should we just call off the podcast? You can go home and have a little nap? Get your juice? I don't know if... I don't get know. your num-nums? I think if we... Do, do you, you need num-nums? Any, do you have any num-nums? No, I mean, you're going to have to go home to get your num-nums. Man, I think I'm out of numbers. I should have packed them. I gotta go to Costco and get some more numbers. <laughs> what's What's the matter? That'll soothe me. Yeah. Well, my son was watching his uh, favorite television show, The Octonauts. Mm-hmm. What happens in this show? A team of bear men mm-hmm. and one not, octo- not octopi. No, no, okay. sir. I do not understand what that has to do with octopuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a team of bear men and also. One pink squid guy. Okay. But mostly bear men mm-hmm. live underwater. He's closer to an octopus. I mean, he's a cephalopod. That's true. So that's the same <laughs> genus. That's true. They live. Phylum? Don't correct me. They live in a octopod under the sea. That okay. may be why they're called oct- octopods. What is, I guess I don't know what an octopod is. A, Come a on, Jordan. pod with eight. Do you seriously not know what an octopod is? No. It's a place where bear men live under the sea. Oh, geez, man. What have I? The bear men have different have been doing? accents representing different parts of the British Commonwealth. Okay. And So there's uh, a Cockney one and a liver Pueblian and... <laughs> yeah, liver Pueblian. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the liberal arts college that I went to. Oh. Liver Pueblian. <laughs> so... They live underwater, and they they have experiences with creatures. Mm-hmm. Then they make creature reports. What? Okay, I want to go back to the octo drone, octo dome, octopod. Does it have? It is it segmented in eight? Any? What is? Where does the octo come in? I guess that's where my hang up is. There's. It looks sort of like a tree, mm-hmm. like a big t- tree. Okay, and there's a lot of things that that. On like ropes, like la- like elevators. Okay, and it's got pods. Mm-hmm. Probably four pods. Hmm. Well, that's divi- four pods. You know, that's divisible by eight. So I guess this is this is making sense. If it was a prime number, would you be upset? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. That. I would need some num nums. <laughs> I know how much. Then I would need numbers. some num nums. So anyway, I'm just in the other room while he's watching, and I-, I just hear I just hear one of the guys go, "Quasi." That's not a cave you're in. That's a whale shark. Mm. How the fuck did they even become octonauts if they can't tell the difference between a whale shark and a cave? Well, I mean, have you seen the mouths on those things? They're cave-like. They are somewhat cavernous. I mean, I can. I mean, I had a, I had an underwater book as a kid, and I can vividly remember the illustration of the whale shark. Did it have that a shit's cavernous ma- mouth? That shit's mouth looks like a cave. Really? Now, granted, I'm not. You know, I'm not an octonaut. I don't right, work they, in the... people. They presumably they've received special training. Well, is, was this a new guy? I don't know. Was there ample lighting in the trench where they were? I'm sure it was in the bottom of the sea. I mean, they have lights on their fish submarine. Well, listen, I don't have all the facts. Okay, so I don't think I'm prepared to make a judgment. All I can say. Is that if there is one creature in the world whose mouth looks like a cave, it's the whale shark. 
It looks like a cave so that krill go in there. What, do krill love caves? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I think they like it more than being in open water. They think it's safer. Do whale sharks eat krill? Yeah. Do they have baleen? Mm, I don't think they have baleen, although they probably do. Brian, we're gonna need, I'm going to they... need you to get on this. Brian, can you prepare a creature report? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Call a pink squid to help you if you need. But yeah, so, you know, I, listen. What kind of fucking asshole mm-hmm. becomes an octonaut yeah. and doesn't even know the difference between a mouth and a cave? Even a cave-like mouth. Granted, a cavernous sure. mouth, sure. Jordan. Well, I mean, I don't know, and I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, I'm devil's advocate here. I'm on the side of the Jordan, bear that you don't like. This? You get on the side of my fucking num-nums. Oh. All right, here, just hear me out. Now, if we just look at this not as, you know, not as a a nautical issue. Let me put your comments in context here. Number one, admits no expertise on the subject. Mm -hmm. Number two, admits has no num-nums. Sure. That's the context for (laughs) your thoughts on this matter. I just think that we, uh, you know, I don't think we need to be reactionaries. I think we need to look at both sides of the story. Because people look to us for fair and balanced coverage. We need a of political what revolution British in cartoon. the Octonauts community. Let me just okay. If we look at this, Quasi not from, is out and Bernie is in. If we look at this, not from you know a nautical standpoint. What but, the fuck kind of stand? Well, a storytelling standpoint. They're Octonauts. Justin, a they storytelling live under the sea. Now listen. What is a non-nautical context for a family of bear men? That live under the sea. Let's let me just. I have a theory here. Let me put it out there. Okay. You can tell me if you think it's plausible or not because I think it is. If this is, I don't know where this falls in the story arc of Octonauts. If this was the pilot episode, okay. a lot of times in a pilot episode of a TV show, you have a pre-established and especially workplace TV shows, which I think this counts as. Yeah, so it's a classic, like Mary Tyler Moore. Sure. You have a new person coming into this pre-established workforce where there are, you know, pre-existing relationships. But you have this new person who needs to be shown around, so the viewer also gets to learn about the How workplace. WKRP works. For instance. So, if this was the pilot episode or the start of some sort of new arc... Maybe this character who got caught in the whale mouth was some sort of, I don't know, some sort of neophyte. And he was there to learn about, or maybe he was an aspiring octonaut, so he's going to get into some trouble. For instance, mistaking a whale shark mouth for a cave. And again, the context on this here is, number one, sure. you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About the Octonauts. That's right. the first piece I, This is of my context. first time I'm learning about them. For, number one, again, I'm just setting the stage here. Sure. I'm just framing the issue mm-hmm. so the audience doesn't lose track of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Number one piece of context, you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Number two, you don't have a goddamn num-num. Sure. Not even one. Yeah. I forgot your diaper bag. <laughs> so they're in there. Our guest on this week's program... He's the editor of the blog, The Comics Comic. He's the host of the podcast of the same name, Sean McCarthy. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having me, Jesse. Do you know anything about these Octonauts? No, I'm literally a fish out of water in this conversation. <laughs> How appropriate. 
Yeah. How appropriate. Are there uh, – uh, do Octonauts, do they have a line of toys and dolls that go with them? Oh, dear God. Do they ever. I bet. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't, the only question – really, you know how um, – you know how in the Civil War, brother fought brother? Mm-hmm. Uh, in my home, Octonaut fights Paw Patrol. Mm. These are the two great forces. Sure. The Paw Patrol are a family of dogs with superpowers. I think we've talked about the Paw Patrol Yeah, before. sure. They're dogs with backpacks <laughs> with special abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a helicopter backpack or whatever. Sure. Or a recycling arm backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Octonauts, as I said, are a family of bear men that mm-hmm. live under the sea. With a squid. With a squid guy, and they look for creatures. Um, at least the Paw Patrol are American. God bless the USA. <laughs> yeah, geez, right? Uh, the Octonauts are from God knows where, New Zealand or something. Oh, man, I'm sick of all these foreign cartoon <laughs> characters coming over and taking our jobs. Exactly. Uh, Brian, did we get confirmation on whether whale sharks eat krill and if they have baleen or not? They don't have baleen, but they are filter feeders. So here's the – okay. Here's a fucking follow-up question. If they don't have baleen, how do they filter the krill out of the water? I don't know. I'm guessing some sort of like – I'm I'm envisioning a bone grate. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'm I'm picturing – Filter pads. Filter pads. I was going to say screen door. Mm, Yeah, sure. (laughs) That's the filter pad of the seat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's only <laughs> when I bought my screen door. I bought it from a door-to-door screen door salesman, mm-hmm. and the thing that really closed the deal for me is as well. The good news is keeps bugs out, mm-hmm. keeps krill in. <laughs> Man, you got to be careful careful of those door-to-door screen door salesmen. They will fu- <laughs> they will fuck your wife. Did <laughs> mm. this happen to you? Well, I mean, I had a lot of trouble with the Fuller Brush Man. Oh, jeez, Louise. He really gave <laughs> it to the misses. He really got it up in there. So the next time a Salesman came to the door. This one was selling a door. Right. I made sure to keep an eye on her. I mean, I said I was going to be in my garage working on my hot rod. Right. But sure. I was really keeping an eye on him. Sure. And he started to whip it out, and I said, uh, "I said, you may go." When you say whip it out, are you talking about his? Uh... I mean, it could have just been a contract for a screen door. <laughs> okay. Like an order form or a delivery slip or what something. What action did you take at the time? Because I know – the reason I mention is I know you keep your shotgun over in the garage. Yeah. Well, I mean that's uh, that's like a replica shotgun. <laughs> okay. It's not – that's not for – it doesn't actually fire. It's just uh, it's just uh, meant to look like the one from Evil Dead. Oh, So that's okay. a collectible more a than minute. it is a weapon. Were you in your garage or in your man cave? <laughs> I mean it's both. Okay. Yeah. That's where I go to unwind. Well, thank God we've sorted all of that out. How are you, Sean? <laughs> I'm good. Jesse, I had no idea you had all of this anger seething under the surface. I seem like a nice guy, but the truth is I'm, I'm a cauldron bubbling with rage. <gasps> you are very cordial to me. Yeah, I am. I'm a cordial man. I'll, I got I got Sean a drink. Iced tea. I didn't even bring up this Octonauts bullshit. I had no idea. It would be weird if you did. No, Sean loves Octonauts. And garlic knots. All knots. Oh, yeah. yeah. Garlic knots are Celtic good. knots. He's got that Celtic knot tattoo. Sure. <laughs> Top knots. Sure. Don knots. Don knots. <laughs> He's my favorite knot. Has anyone photoshopped a top knot onto Don knots? If they have not, the internet is not doing its job. <laughs> God damn it. What am I paying you for, internet, if nobody's photoshopped a top knot onto Don knots? 
<laughs> You're paying for the pornography, sir. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. And Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> pornography and Netflix. Yeah, both of those are great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, we'll be back in just a second with more on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Biff. And I'm Teresa. And we host the podcast One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Parenthood. It turns out it is very difficult, but we all get up every day and do it again. It's like the sign says, if you're going through hell, keep going. So join us each week as we strive for less judging and more laughing. Find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts when your children aren't around. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Sean McCarthy, the internet's internet. Yes. Word, can you get them on this dot not top not thing? Straight away. Okay. Thank and you. None. Thank you. Sean, you've been on a you've been on a whirlwind comedy tour of our great nation. Your blog, The Comics Comic, is about uh, comedy, stand up comedy for an inside from an inside perspective. Correct. Long running blog. Yes. What are we looking at? Ten years. Uh, nine years at this point. I started in 2007. Before that, I was a newspaper reporter, which is, uh, for those of you listening at home, that's what your parents subscribed yeah. to and brought to your doorstep when you were a young child. Sure. It's, how, it's how your parents figure out what time movies start. <laughs> yes. So you made the classic 2007 transition from uh, newspaper reporter to blogger. Yes. And now uh, you're on well on your way to becoming a Snapchatter, <laughs> whatever that is. I'm still learning, still learning. Yeah, I mean that's that's a new frontier, I think. Uh, WhatsApp? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, where has the where has your whirlwind tour taken you? Where have you been so far? Uh, well, this week I was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I was at uh, the end of San Francisco Sketchfest. Oh, hey, lovely. And then I thought, well, I'm in California, a long way from my non-native New York City. So mm-hmm. why not pop on down here to Los Angeles, catch Riot LA? Sure. And uh, see what's going on in Los Angeles, in the classic, greater Southland. Classic festival-to-festival situation. Yes. What did you see? What was the best thing you saw at SF Sketchfest, Sean? Ooh, I think that would have to be Iron Comic. Oh, with uh, uh, Nato Green. Nato Green and Moshe Kasher. The great Moshe Kasher. Host, host and produce that show. Uh, I have not heard of it. What goes on on this show? It takes the elements of Iron Chef, which mm-hmm. was a show that used to be popular on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. Where in that show, the chefs are given a mystery ingredient and then have to prepare something for the guest judge chefs. Oh, and then a samurai yells at them. Yeah. Yes. I've seen this. I think on the Food Network, uh, Star Trek captain. Oh, it's William Shatner, right? William (laughs) Shatner yell at them? Hard to say. The main Iron Chef that I remember is the one – I remember in high school, my friend John King Mm -hmm. was obsessed with watching it on like the Asian channel. Uh Uh-huh. You know the Asian channel that shows different Asian stuff? Sure. I don't know why he was watching it. He himself was not Asian and spoke mm-hmm. only English as far as I know. Maybe he was into those Korean soap operas, those like historical soap operas. <laughs> you know, I have been to uh, I, I have been to a Korean spa uh-huh. and when you're laying in one of the 
uh, one of the one of the mineral rooms, mm-hmm. the jade room, the salt room. Yeah, there are Korean soap operas playing uh, on the TVs, and they are they're mesmerizing. Yeah, they are really. There's a lot of graphics. Uh, there's a lot of slow push-ins to faces. Mm-hmm. I can understand how they, even if you didn't speak Korean, they would be captivating in a way. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Did you know I was in a Salvadoran restaurant yesterday eating some pupusas as mm-hmm. I want to do. They're still shooting Univision uh, telenovelas just outdoors with a camcorder and available light. (laughs) Sure. Like the camcorders are nicer so everything looks crisper. Right. But like literally just someone will be standing there delivering a line with like a shadow across their face. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's realism. Sean? You don't get that on the Eva Longoria NBC version. Thank you. Too much much sheen, too much gloss. Yeah. Too much Hollywood. I'm so, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Mm-hmm. I am so sick of Evil Longoria's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, you're saying. Sean. Uh, and her insistence on being shot with a professional camera. Exactly. <laughs> Iron Comic. Yes. Starring the, f- the fast-talking sass machine, mm-hmm. Moshe Kasher, and America's favorite communist, Nato Green. <laughs> what happens in the show? So for Iron Comic, they collect – before the show, they have little slips of paper where audience members say one or two words of something they would like to see the comedians do. So you think it might be like an improv show. Oh, give me a suggestion. I'll create a scene. Instead, what happens is Nato and Moshe go through the suggestions and talk smack about the ones they don't like. Mm-hmm. Finally find one that... Wait a minute. Moshe Kasher talking smack? (laughs) Yes. I don't know. It just doesn't add up. (laughs) Picture it. Close your eyes. Think Moshe Kasher. Uh Uh-huh. Add snark. Yeah. Got it. Got it? All right. Okay. So they find a topic they like. They send the comedians away for eight minutes to write uh, write two minutes of material about chosen topic. In those eight minutes, Moshe or Nato delivers his stand-up routine. They come back. Each of the five contestants delivers their two minutes. Then they decide, oh, who wins this round? They do that for a couple of rounds, and then they winnow it down from five comedians to two, and then those two comedians have a speed buzz around. Who won? Dana Gould. Yeah. I mean, if you're in that contest, if you're in any having funny ideas in your head contest with Dana Gould, you Mm -hmm. might as well quit before you start. (laughs) What's the point? Jesus Christ. Dana Gould has more funny things inside of his head. What are these, uh, now you seeing these shows going on this tour, is this for a larger piece that you're writing? Is this for podcasting purposes? Oh, that it it were. Yeah. Uh, A lot of it's just to press the flesh and let people know that I'm not just an internet avatar. I mean, I thought you were until now. Right. I Uh, thought... I thought you were a little... Uh, I thought you were one of those news robots. <laughs> I thought you were a My Little Pony, but one of the new ones. There, w- there was a period in my career where I was uh, being referred to by people in show business as the Nicky Fink of comedy. Mm. And so I had to let people know, I, I get out of my apartment. I have recent photographs of myself. Is Nicky Fink a famous shut-in? Yes. I didn't know that. Told you. Infamous. <laughs> I told you. I'm sorry. It's her catchphrase. With a J. Yeah. In all caps. Um, so okay. So you don't read Deadline.com? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go to it he every now and then. just goes to read the comments. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love those Deadline comments. 
<laughs> that really is. For anyone who doesn't uh, work in show business, uh, first of all, kill yourself. Yeah. Get Step out. one. Yeah. Just slit your throat. Right up. Get a hit. Get a, Hey, come at least make a web series. Come on. At the very least, Ooh, make a web series. It's 2016. Who doesn't have a web series? You got to quit your day job. Quit the day job. Make a web series. And then, then. Drive it. Okay. Well, I guess first of all, pause this podcast. Yes. Right. After I finish this thought. <laughs> Quit your job. Mm. What if they Get paused it already? What if they paused it in the pause in between when you said pause this podcast and Foo. after I finished this thought? Foo boy. I mean, I uh, I mean, their lives are going to be fucked. They're probably a fucking asshole. Yeah. We can talk shit about them because yeah. they're not listening. Not <laughs> yeah, that guy looked better a couple years ago, but yeah. now he sure Rough. looks worse. Rough. Wait, I don't know if you know how podcasts work, but then when they hit pause again, they'll hear all of what you just said now. <sighs> Shit. shit! I'm sorry, guy. Shit! I didn't mean. Uh, I'm. I'm just in a weird place. Don't. I, I lashed out, and my remarks were taken out of context. I use cocaine. Sure. Um, it's a stimulant. What was? We, oh yeah. So uh, yeah. So deadline is like uh, you know. It's like it's it's. It's where you go for showbiz news now that no one, you know, has a hard copy of Variety anymore. But what's amazing right. is that it has this comment section where people – I mean, I only click – like, basically the context in which I see it mm-hmm. is uh, someone that I follow on Twitter posts a link that they got a pilot or something. Sure. You know. Right. And it's click, industry trade news. Exactly. So I click through. I'm, like, happy for yeah, Kumail if you're not, Nanjiani. If it's mostly Kumail yeah. Nanjiani. <laughs> if you're not, like, <laughs> if you're not, like, a guy. Congratulations to Kumail on your new <laughs> On all pilot. of your roles. Uh, if you're not, like, a person who works in development, yeah, I think that's the most, that's that's where most of us interact with Deadline is someone we follow on Twitter posting about something that went well yeah. for either them or a close friend. So then... The comment section is like a newspaper comment section. Mm-hmm. Like it has all the weird vitriol and it's like reading – like sometimes I'll look at the comment section of a, of a newspaper article in the San Francisco newspaper about uh, the 49ers. You know, and it's just different things about why Colin Kaepernick is lazy because he's black or whatever. Sure. It's that – but with an added element of like knowing some show business words. Sure. <laughs> So it's like you can tell it's like somebody that's sitting in a mailroom at William Morris, mm-hmm. but also has all the other qualities of a horrible person who writes comments <laughs> on the right. internet. Uh, what I love about those comments too is that you can tell half of them have an agenda. Yeah, they have a rooting interest in the people who have the show, right, or against those people. Yeah, it's either right. It's either it's either right. Exactly. No one is just coming because they're curious about. Or they're a fan, you know, America Ferrera's new show. Uh, no, they yeah. have a financial. What a, a weird thing! Stake a a weird it. thing that I've noticed in that a couple of times is people insisting a movie was not successful when it was. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, oh, I can't believe this. I'm like, well, I don't know. It seems like that made a lot of money. I don't know. Well, it's, how do you define success? You know, that's a great point. That's a really that's good a point, great John. point. That's a really good point. I mean, I it's purely a monetary <laughs> thing for me. Yeah, uh, I am artistically bankrupt and don't care about creativity. For me uh, personally, it's sexual. Mm. Um, like if a project that I do isn't necessarily financially remunerative, if it leads to um, like new opportunities, sure. new avenues, so, so to you speak. don't have you don't have to have sex during the podcast if it if the podcast itself opens up a sexual door later, right? Sure, I mean then, and that's still successful. And I think this is a great segue into me announcing that I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be start. 
I'm going to quit everything else I've been doing. Mm. Okay. Uh, this included. It's my last show. Really? Well, and I'm oh, just wow. going to put all of my effort into being a uh, a pilot in the drone Olympics. Okay. <laughs> Be- wow. Because, I mean, I think as far so as... So you're, qu- you're quitting your job on At Midnight. Mm-hmm. And you're quitting Jordan Jesse Go? Yep. Um, and you're quitting the uh, like the occasional stage performances and stuff that you do. Yep. Will you be auditioning for acting roles? No. Uh, will you be submitting writing packets to other shows? No. Uh, so I will pitching? be. F- will you be pitching? Shows? No. Gosh, no. Pitching movies? No, no, no. This is all wasted. Wasted time. Uh, will you be watching movies? No, absolutely not. Watching Netflix this is all yeah wasted Netflix time. I'm chill? letting all of my all of my streaming subscriptions lapse. Uh huh. Uh, and I'm just going to full-time, really just pound the pavement, becoming a pilot in the competitive drone Olympics. Wow. This, can yeah. can we pause this podcast sure. so I can either write something up about this mm-hmm. or notify Deadline? Yeah, would you please? <laughs> just let them know that, uh, you know, beloved uh, comic figure Jordan Morris is, you know, saying goodbye to the you biz. You have a bit of a comic figure. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Comic Sans. Yeah. I mean, if you if you ask me, real women have curves. Sure. <laughs> but... And real men look like a wingding. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if you're looking... Fantabulous. Fantabulous. And I have been looking to, like, maximize the sexual doors that I've... Right. You know, the, to open. Well, there's no doubt about that. Why do you think you went to Burning Man? Sure. Uh, and it wasn't you... to close sexual doors. <laughs> They don't uh, even have doors. It's more, of a, it's more of a sexual tent flap, really. <laughs> um, it's just a flap on a fuck yurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck yurt. Yeah. Close the flap on that Cla- fuck yurt. Yeah, you're that. letting the... Le- yeah, was I... Were you raised in a fuck barn? <laughs> Mar- Martha... <laughs> Uh, so I was thinking, <laughs> Brian's I wanna, enjoying this one too. I want to. I want to. Either that, either that, or he got like an almond stuck in his throat. Yeah, man, he's trying to get our attention. <laughs> let me know if he turns blue. Yeah, yeah, just let him die. So I was thinking, I want to really maximize the amount of you know sexual opportunities that I have, and I was right. thinking about a lot of different things. Mm. Because, uh, you know, comedy and podcasting, kind of a dead end. Right. Uh, you know, I was thinking of like, you know, like Grand Theft Auto mods. Right. Like really working hard to recreate a Backstreet Boys video with, with Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto characters. Because, you know, let's face it. The Backstreet's only... back in town. Backstreet's back. <laughs> All right. Okay. And I think that women look at those and they're like, I need to find the man who made this elaborate Grand Theft Auto mod where it looks like right, the characters are doing the dance from yeah, Backstreet Boys. Uh, so that was a good, you know, but I'm like, I can I can go higher than this. Right. And then that Literally, kind of, physically higher? B- oh, everything. Higher, higher penis, uh-huh. <laughs> higher on drugs, right. having sex at higher elevations, yeah. mountains, skyscrapers, Got it. things like this. I follow. Uh, and then, you know, that kind of led me to like creating really, really hard levels in Mario Maker. Right. And also beating really, really hard levels, like doing videos of me speedrunning them. So would you speedrun the ones that you had created or would you – Well, I would leave that to other – Create uh, them for others to and other fuck, others. To other fuck machines on Twitch. Got it. To the, to the pussy-drenched Twitch community. Right. Who is doing Mario speedruns. Yeah. Well, when they're, when they're not busy. Yeah. Pounding <laughs> <the> <laughs> crush, Crushing, yes. Yeah. 
But I mean, and in, you know, and then that, that seemed like yes, that would be amazing. That would be a you know, that would be a deluge. Right. But I'm like a torrential deluge. A torrential, yes. Yeah. Uh, a hurricane Jonas, mm-hmm. blizzard Jonas. What's happening? Superstorm Jonas. Superstorm Jonas. Yes. Uh, so, but that kind of got me thinking. Like, that's yesterday's news. What's tomorrow? Mm. Right. Twitch is old news. There's no doubt about that. Drone Olympics, where mm-hmm. men build custom drones. Yeah. Outfit sexy them with sexy men. Sexy men. Right. Outfit the drones with neon lights. Right. And fly them through a stadium to dubstep music. Yeah. And I think this is probably, you know, this is going to help me reach my sexual zenith. Yes, you have a question. Uh, no, more of a more, more of an epiphany. <laughs> you, the you, floor you, recognizes Sean McCarthy's epiphany. Sure. Jordan, you saw this in your uh, dealings with Ad Midnight. I saw a video of Drone Olympics. Yes, yeah, I, the first time I saw the drone. I mean, I saw what, it this week. That's I saw what convinced me to quit my job. <laughs> I saw a promotional video for the Drone Olympics. Yes, is that there was neon case? colors and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it looked like rollerball without the balls. Yeah, is that a concern at all? At at midnight, that people, uh, the talented, I mean, there's tons of talented writers on that show. Sure. And, of course, our friend Chris Hardwick hosts the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I imagine that the group of you, uh, like a big concern for producers of the program sure. would be, what if they find a subreddit that could lead them to a torrential deluge? Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I guess I've always just kind of been a high achiever in that in that way. Right. You know, and it takes a lot. I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, it's a it's a leap to get into show business. You have to, That's true. you know, you have to commit to it. You have to say you need to work hard. I'm going to give it give it my all. I mean, you were a PA on on Ellen. Sure. And I've never been one to half ass anything. Right. And I think a lot of people will probably dream of becoming a competitive drone pilot. Maybe they'll do some competitive drone piloting like on a weekend. Maybe they'll take a class, but they won't really go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it. Do you think – and I don't – I want you to remember you're you're no longer the co-host of this show. Sure, yeah. So this is you, my last episode. You can really speak freely here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like – I mean, I'm giving you permission. Sure, I mean, to and really don't and, I, and, don't, and don't, don't feel like you have to sugarcoat whatever it is you're about to say. I mean, I think now, now you know if 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 not now, when can we be totally honest with each other? So, do you think that I mm-hmm. was the one holding back the deluge of pussy? Like I was the one with my mm-hmm. with my fingers mm-hmm. in the seawall. Sure. Uh, <laughs> The retaining wall. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you weren't helping. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I just need to like, and it's not about you specifically. It's also Brian. I it's think. also Brian's a big part of it. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris Fairbanks, Nick Adams, all our regular guests. Right. But I think it's just about Karen, Karen Kilgariff. Karen Kilgariff, who, boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just about getting to a place now where I'm. there's just no distractions. Right. And I can just think about. Drone piloting, how to put better lights on it, <laughs> the dubstep music I can play while I'm flying it, yeah, and uh, just how I can be the best goddamn competitive drone pilot I can be. Are you going to do speed runs or you do tricks? Uh, for well, points? I mean, you've seen this video, yes. Were you what? I guess maybe I'm 
maybe I can just kind of open it up to you guys. Do you mm-hmm. think it's more impressive if I just go for drone speed or should I do, you know, like freestyle? Like freestyle. I would you do know, style based. I huh? recommend moguls. Hmm. People love tricks. Sure. Yeah, that's true. It's a really good point. Okay. I think I yeah, and I'll probably be competing in freestyle then. I'll start out then and just but I'll, I'll see where, you know, my aptitudes are. Do you have a signature move in mind? Yeah, I mean something where I crash the drone into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> killing them. Yeah, wow, killing them. <laughs> yes, not the whole audience, but just some people in the audience. You, want, you want to leave some people to spread the word. Sure. <laughs> and some people to fuck. Sure. <laughs> you don't want to close that door. Yeah. Wow, Jordan, that is really amazing. Well, mm-hmm. can I can I ask you this? Please. I mean, I, I'd be willing to continue doing the show with Sean. Sean's an experienced podcaster. Sure. He's a former newspaper reporter. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got so lot, he's got that. He brings a, <laughs> I have a resume. Uh, brings a lot of skills to the table Yeah, here. I mean, I think so. Um, he's <clears throat> delighted to be wearing shorts in January. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm wearing them. Um, Delight. But would you mind sticking around for another couple segments? We'll wrap this show oh, up. Oh, so I can kind of just train him. Yeah, I think like an on-the-job training. Yeah, I think it's the least I can do. Okay, and you know, it's we are recording this on a on a Saturday, and the drone store isn't open. <laughs> they take weekends off. So you haven't actually you haven't bought you haven't bought a drone. Yet? No, I don't even know really know what they are. Really, if I asked you to describe a drone right now, <laughs> couldn't do it. I I know that you <laughs> might be a food. I know that you know Couldn't about the, do it. the lights and the dubstep. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a drone or was this just described to you? Uh, they, it wasn't memorable to me. I saw <laughs> – okay. I mean, I, as Sean mentioned, I saw this video right. going around. Right. Hyping you, people for the Drone Olympics. Yes. I don't know where they could find this video, YouTube probably. But you didn't take note of it? I was just kind of caught up in the vibe and how sexually attractive this probably would be to women. Okay, so you were th- you were kind of one step ahead. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking like big picture, right? You know, what was the big picture of the, uh, achieving my sexual peak? Okay, got yeah. it. Well, water. It's in watercolors. Well, I mean, given that the drone store isn't open right now, mm-hmm. your sexual peak is, is it watercolor? Yeah, it's really beautiful. Who painted it? Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> yes, the fader of light. It's me fucking a lighthouse. <laughs> Well, it's a lighthouse fucking me if I'm for, if we're calling a spade a spade. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Let's be honest. We live in a world with too much media. You need a podcast on the front lines figuring out what's great. We're here for you. We're Pop Rocket. I am Guy Branham. I'm a comedian. I'm Winter Mitchell. I call myself a digital strategist. <laughs> I'm Oliver Wang, academic and disc junkie. Margaret Wappler, je suis as journaliste. <laughs> and we watch, listen to, and read everything so that you don't have to. And then we tell you about all the things that you'll love to love. Find us in iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Pop Rocket. Every Wednesday from Maximum Fun. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Sean McCarthy, the podcaster's podcaster. Okay, uh, Jordan. Yes. I've got great news for you, and it couldn't come at a better time with you leaving the show. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it came in the mail. We. 
so Jordan and I celebrate, just for your edification, Sean, a, a holiday called Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've heard um, of it. Good things. Good it's things. usually late December, mm-hmm. um, around the 25th. Uh, and it's a gift exchange holiday. Mm-hmm. It celebrates the birth of the baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the wise men and so on and so sure, forth. Sure. Uh, the sheep, um, the different creatures, mm-hmm. Joseph, mm-hmm. Uh, the hay, mm-hmm. a star, myrrh. All that. So Everything that makes the season great. Yeah. Hay and myrrh. Now, B- Jordan was nice enough to get me. A gift certificate to Secret Headquarters, a great comic book store here in Los Angeles. I'm looking forward to going over there, uh, being treated like a celebrity. Sure. Because they do listen to Jordan Jesse go there uh, and uh, being handed whatever the latest very classy graphic novel mm-hmm. is. I'll just go in there and say, what is a what's very the classiest? <laughs> what's the classiest? <laughs> what's the classiest graphic novel sure. you can give me? And they'll set me up. Downton Abbey Season 7. <laughs> yeah. They're continuing in graphic novel form like Buffy. I generally, I'll just, I, my plan right now is to go in there and say, do you have classics illustrated? I'm mm. looking for Nicholas Nickleby. Sure. Because um, that's the one I'm missing. Mm-hmm. I've read the rest. I love them. You have not lived. I mean, I'm sure you love Dickens, right? Who doesn't love Dickens? Exactly. Um, it, Dickens plus illustrations. You will, I don't want to say come in your underwear. <laughs> sure. But, but I mean... If you do, you'll get close. Yeah, I mean, at least a chub. <laughs> exactly, chub at the least. So I was Blast felt so bad because I ordered a present for you mm-hmm. on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great website uh, for uh, gifts and mm-hmm. uh, vintage items. Sure, but af- only as I was clicking order did I see that it was like an eight week sure wait. Because the item was so popular. Sounds like a pretty popular item. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't wrap it or anything. Oh, am I? Oh, this is great. But I got it here. It's, uh, this is a tiny uh, yarn hat that has horns on it. It's a Viking hat for cats. A Viking hat for a cat. Thank yeah. you. This is this is wonderful. Because you have this a cat. Is really wonderful. Yeah, and I mean, she's been asking to have more... <laughs> Shit tied to her. <laughs> so this is perfect. This is a very cute Viking hat for a cat. Well, she I know that she loves um, Norsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and she's a classic racist. <laughs> yeah. So she is all about the Norwegian bloodline. She's very mad that... Uh, she also loves the Ring Trilogy. Loves the Ring Trilogy. Very mad that Idris Elba was cast in Thor. Yeah. Uh, because that character is supposed to be white. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't really see color, but I mean, I, she had a point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is great. Thank you. I will. I will try and put this on her. I've been wanting to try and put put clothes on her, but haven't. You know, I've been so focused on my drone piloting, right? Uh, that I really haven't uh, been able to do this. But yeah, I think this will be a lot of fun. If she rejects it, you could always put it on the drone. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. That would look good on the drone. Oh, and I could maybe make it blast a dubstep remix of Wagner's The Ring. Movement, <laughs> yeah, the ring movement. And mm-hmm. I was, I, I was meaning to ask you earlier. Have yes. you thought about sponsors? Mm. Yes, I have not. Uh, uh-uh. uh, that Etsy. would help. Etsy would be a very hip happening sponsor. Yeah, for I mean, your I drone. think there's a lot of overlap between 
uh, drone enthusiasts and craft enthusiasts. Speaking of... I do think this is... It's very, very funny and very telling about Etsy that this was so popular. (laughs) (laughs) This Viking hat for a cat. I think it's the perfect size for her head, too. She has a very small head, and I think this will uh, will go on nice. Uh, uh, Speaking of the Ring Trilogy... Uh, thanks to everybody on the internet who spent the last week recommending <clears throat> uh, fancy things that I should be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last week on the show, Sean, I talked a little bit about how embarrassed I am at the small number of high-class shit that I'm interested in. Okay. Because um, I'm supposed to be a classy guy and everything. Put this on and yeah. so forth. And but, I, but I don't like symphonies or operas <laughs> or long books. Uh Long pants, yes. Long books, no. Uh, someone did suggest that the best way to get over the fact that I don't like Shakespeare would be to watch the movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's how to do it. <laughs> Great like, Heath Ledger performance. Yeah. Like, let's say, let's say I watch the movie Ten Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it, mm-hmm. which is very possible. It's supposed to be a pretty good movie. My high school girlfriend had a VHS tape of 10 Things I Hate About You, and every time I went over to her house, I felt like we at least watched 10 minutes of that movie. Was it a good movie? Uh, I don't know. I mean, hard to say. I mean, I think it is... It was well part, of the, right? part of the teen comedy boom of you know our high school days. Maybe started with Can't Hardly Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, lesser hits like Jawbreaker. Clueless. Clueless. Oh, yeah, maybe Clueless was the first thing to kind of bring that back. Yeah, I don't... She's all that. She's all that, sure. Uh, Perennial favorite. Um, In that it's seasonal. Uh, Every Christmas, my family gathers around the hearth and watches uh, She's All That. Uh, I don't know. About it, about it, about it. I don't... I have have warm feelings about it because it, it... I think I associate it with a time in my life where I got to kiss... Right. And I was very excited about kissing. Mm-hmm. And usually we would watch the movie and kiss. Yeah. One time I went over to this girl's house and made out with her. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so awesome. <laughs> it's like the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't remember. Oh, you know what I remember about that movie is that the. Uh, um, the so it's about you weren't two... sure what to do with your tongue. Exa- right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you just went num 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 num. So you do have num nums. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I just have my internal num nums that I make myself. Um, I remember that the so it's I guess it's about two sisters. Uh huh. And one is a, like a joiner, and one is the one is a rebel. Mm. Okay. Played by conflict. A woman. Mm-hmm. An actress. Claire Danes or whatever. Claire Danes or something. Julia yeah. Stiles? It's Julia Stiles. There you go. And, uh, you know, she's... <laughs> Sean, Sean gave me a nod like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had that off the dome. <laughs> right off the dome. Yeah, I was a reporter at the time, so... <laughs> and, uh... And she was, and she was, she was into alternative rock. Mm, she didn't like, like cranberries. She didn't like pop music. It's very rebellious. Okay. She liked to t- alternative rock, and they went to, in order to get closer to her, one of the characters uh, went with her to a Letters to Cleo concert. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say I liked the movie Ten Things About You. Mm-hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You. Sure. Which is based on the Two Gentlemen of Verona or whatever. <laughs> sure. The Taming of the Shrew, apparently. The Taming of the Things. Why would that mean that I then like Hitler? Wait, I mean... (laughs) What? Are you equating Shakespeare to Hitler? What an odd... (laughs) 
I was going to have to bring that up with my therapist. Yeah, geez. apparently you have some That's unresolved a, issues about Shakespeare. Why would that mean that like, I would then like Shakespeare? I well, I think you were probably being trolled. I don't think this was. I think this was a no. I think this girl legit loves Ten Things I Hate About You. And okay, wants me to like it. Well, if that is the case, yeah, yeah, maybe. No offense to her, but she looked like she would like the movie Ten Things. Okay, I that's. I mean, I, 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 sure. I can see how you would see someone, and you could. You're like, okay, this is. She looked like a fun thirty-ish year old. Sure. Lady, okay. Who probably went to some letters to Cleo concerts. Exactly. Um, Did she also suggest the Baz Luhrmann musical version of Romeo and Juliet? Several people suggested that. I saw that in the theater. That's like one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would not. Oh have my suggest god. That. Yeah, maybe maybe just her issue was that you were having a hard time following the plots of Shakespeare, and then if you had a you know fun light example of the plot, then you could go back and just kind of enjoy the Shakespearean language, and then map it on top of Ten Things I Hate About You, and it'll be easier to follow. Fuck her! Wow, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having to give people the benefit of the doubt so much today. This nice woman, the Cosmo Bears, <laughs> Octonauts. You know what? I am literally, my ears are pouring rage mm-hmm. onto my shoulders. Sure. Right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a white shirt. And it's a white shirt. And it's red rage. Wow. Wow. Hmm. It was part of a time in, I remember, God, what did I watch? I, for some reason, watched, I thought maybe I would like the West Wing. So I watched nope. the pilot nope. of the West Wing. <laughs> nope. And there was a dangerous character on the West Wing who was speeding through town in her convertible listening to Letters to Cleo. <laughs> and I think the West it Wing always comes back to Letters to Cleo. The West Wing came out around the same time as Ten Things I Hate About You. And I like it that there was a time in America where a where a tough, no nonsense, modern woman rocked out to Letters to Cleo. Anyway. There was not a sentence on the West Wing that could have been more associated with swells of emotional music. <laughs> yeah. Watch like an episode of the West Wing as an adult man. I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's off the throttle, guys. <laughs> as I said, rage pouring out sure, of my ears. Yeah. Got the West Wing in my Boy, in my crosshairs. You think Shakespeare's basically Hitler? Not Josh Molina. He's been a guest on that show. <laughs> sure. Great on the West Wing, mm-hmm. just as he was on Sports Night. Shakespeare, mm-hmm. Hitler. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I was upset with Hitler for yeah, it could be. You were thinking about Hitler about the, the hol- genocide for, for and perpetrating then the Holocaust. Just everything else got caught in this wake. Yeah. West Side Story. Have you seen West Side Story? West Side, sure. I do like West Side Story. Is that fancy? It's a very um, modern take on Romeo and Juliet. But they didn't make me like Romeo and Juliet. That's my point here. Like, sure, like. I, uh, maybe I like uh, Game of Thrones. It's sort of about the War of the Roses. <laughs> it doesn't mean I like wait. Richard the Third. Yeah. That, wait, Game of Thrones is about War of the Roses. I think that I think the lesson here is, listeners out there, fuck your suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're all a bunch of assholes. Know what Jesse will like ahead of time and recommend that to him. Yes, Boz Skag. <laughs> sure, that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Recommend your favorite Boz Skag songs, but only the ones from the era that Jesse likes. Let's start a thread. We're going to start a thread on the Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's not s- fancy things that Jesse mm-hmm. c- should like. It's Boz Skag songs <laughs> that Jesse should like. Sure. 
but make sure they're the ones he already likes. And because Boz if you... Skaggs only. Don't try and give me like a Manhattan transfer song or mm-hmm. something. Sure. Boz Skaggs only. Oh, all Skaggs all the time. Is there a Boz Skaggs just subreddit we can just move everyone over to? <laughs> R slash Skaggs. That might be something else. <laughs> R slash the boss man. Sure, yeah. God, we have to start a boss Skaggs subreddit. R slash Skaggs gone wild. Can we just move the entire Maximum Fun subreddit sure. to reddit.com slash R slash boss Skaggs? <laughs> yeah, you can also talk about you know throwing shade if you want to. Yeah. And just confuse all the boss Skaggs fans. <laughs> mm. <sighs> I'm glad I got all that off my chest. I'm not really angry at the people suggesting things to me. It was it was sweet of them. I like this cat hat. You think I should take pictures of the cat while she's in the hat? Only if you want to be rich and famous on the internet. <laughs> I do. I mean, again, okay, this might be a distraction from drone piloting, but I could probably take a few minutes to take some pictures of my cat in a. Why don't you hat. become a Snapchat celebrity instead? Again, I'm just forward thinking. That's yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, would it be amazing to be a Snapchat celebrity or a Vine star? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But. All the Jordans you can drink. What's next? Uh-huh. What's next? And I think that. And I'm, I think I'm that, sorry, WhatsApp? What's next? WhatsApp. WhatsApp? WhatsApp. <laughs> uh, WhatsApp? So, yeah. Hat on the cat. Monday I'm off to the drone store. And then a new life. Well, Jordan, it's been really great being friends yeah, with you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Now almost Real hoot. coming up on fifteen years. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just about just about fifteen years mm-hmm. now, Jordan. And uh, you've been a really great friend and a really great collaborator. Sure. Um I think you're so talented mm-hmm. um in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know about the drone thing. I mean, sure. Well, that'll we'll be, find it's out. gonna be great. Um but, so I'm just I gonna mean, throw myself into it like I throw myself into everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um you have such incredible talent. I get. I'm so happy that I hope I'll still get to see you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can save tickets for me f- for the tournament. Yeah, I mean, um, you'll see me on like ESPN or wherever this stuff is broadcast. It's probably going to be on ESPN on, on regular ESPN. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I don't think I. I don't want to be on one of those sub ESPNs. Fox Sports World. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Sports in Espanol. <laughs> That's just all drone yeah, They love soccer and drones. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, we like it. We can shoot it outdoors with natural light. Sure. <laughs> okay, let's do momentous occasions here, Jordan. That'd be great. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our beloved segment, Momentous Occasions. You can also email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. Uh, my name is Ben, and I was driving home, and I live in Minnesota, and you see a lot of dead deer on the side of the road. So I saw a dead deer on the side of the road, but this particular dead deer had a large shape on it. And I slowed down to see what it was more clearly, and as I got closer, I realized it was an enormous bald eagle. So I slowed way down because I wanted to see it because bald eagles are awesome. And as I got closer, the bald eagle heard me, and he lifted his head up from inside the deer. His head was inside the deer eating, and he pulled it up and turned to stare at me with blood dripping from his maw, and he just stared me down with those hard eagle eyes. 
and he started to take off because I was too close to him. It took off, and he flew right at my car, right over the top of me. And all I could think was, America. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, now I'm going to be the negative one. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit. This isn't something that this guy saw in person. This is a Ted Cruz campaign commercial, beat for beat. This is playing in Iowa right now. Did you, what, did you see it on 60 Minutes or something? Yeah. 60 Minutes. I love 60 Minutes. I know and the eagle screams Cruz as it flies overhead. Like, Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. So I'm then, sick and tired of people calling in saying they saw something in real life when it was actually just a commercial. Wait a minute. I'm remembering this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I saw this on Meet the Press. Mm-hmm. I watch Meet the Press every week. Sure. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Morley Safer. He's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. And, uh, Ed Bradley. Oh, yeah. All those guys. And that cranky guy with the commentaries. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, I saw it. Yeah, and it's amazing. The eagle says cruise. It flies over the car window. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the national anthem play. The red, white, blue, the, <laughs> the funny, funny things you do. do. His name is Cruz. His <laughs> name is Cruz. Vote for Ted Cruz. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really beautiful commercial, and I'm sorry this guy feels like his life is so empty right. that he has to call in and just describe amazing commercials to us. I mean, he lives in Minnesota. What does he got? He's got Lakes, Prince, Kent Herbeck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Now, you know what? Yeah, wow, that's you know what? Solid. When you get I her mean, back, yeah, you know, you can't go back. I mean, they can't. They can't say that in South Dakota. <laughs> that's what Ken Herbeck always says. <laughs> Once you go Herbeck, you can't go back. <laughs> Once you he go, he says that in the local car dealership commercials <laughs> that I'm sure he's in in Minneapolis, St. Paul, right sure. now. Former Twins first baseman <laughs> Kent Herbeck. And then he slam dunks a basketball. <laughs> You think Herbeck does a commercial with Doug Mankiewicz? I think probably so. I don't know. Look, we both we both used to play first base for the Twins. <laughs> sure. We both had complicated – we have more in common than just playing first base mm-hmm. for the Twins and having difficult-to-spell surnames. <laughs> we, we both, we both we love also... 0% APR financing. Exactly. <laughs> Let's take uh. our next call. This is Jessica in Switzerland. I had a moment. Hold on, pause. Um, I- pause it. <laughs> Did she say Switzerland? I think she said Switzerland. I heard Switzerland. I heard yeah. So this is an expensive call. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> the, the, the Swiss, sure. Yeah, no, it's sexy that she called all the way from Switzerland. Yeah, long she could be eating milk distance. chocolate right now. Yeah, sure. Skiing, <laughs> having having a knife with many uses. <laughs> Getting insurance. Sure. <laughs> Making a watch. Being neutral. <laughs> Being a cow. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. I'm I'm glad. I hope I hope that the call is as sexy as the premise of long distance fees. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go back to the beginning, Brian, because I want to pre- fully appreciate this. This is Jessica in Switzerland. I had a yeah. momentous occasion. Uh, my surgeon just told me. They will be removing my butthole. So that's pretty momentous. Uh, get them, get them, get them. That is the slogan for 2016. Get them, get them, get them. Sure. You got it right, Jessica. Boy. All the way over in Switzerland. Uh, wow. 
that that can happen. I wonder how one poops. Now, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Mm-hmm. And what one does for one's husband's now, birthday. Jordan. <laughs> oh. I don't know that this woman is married or even heterosexual. I'm just hold, speculating. Hold on, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I have a concern about this. <laughs> oh. Have, Just one concern? Yeah. yeah, I have one concern. So we ask people for your benefit, Sean, to call in when something momentous happens to them. And I think sometimes they might hear a story, see a show, mm-hmm. something, <clears throat> and they, they want to make that their experience. They call it in to kind of solidify it and sure. get themselves the points. Um, and frankly, the you know, sort of fuck power that comes with being on air on Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. But this story about the butthole removal, this is a Hillary Clinton commercial. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say that, yeah. I I can, rem- you know, you see the woman on the operating table. I saw it on Dateline. Yeah. Um, Ted Koppel was there. <laughs> the whole gang. <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, I, I I see it, and you know, they the doctor says we, you know, we're gonna have to take the butt. Yeah, he says, Madam, we're in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as you know, the country you live in, and we're going to have to remove your butthole. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the young woman turns to camera, a single tear rolls down her cheek, like that famous litter Indian from the seventies, and she says, Hillary, twenty sixteen, <laughs> and then the national anthem plays. Yeah. I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs should call me sire. Yeah. No, I know. It, it is a shame that people are, people lead such sad, you know, such sad, uneventful lives. And Hillary says, I won't stop rocking till I retire. <laughs> Drops the mic. Yeah. You know, I have to. Does a dab. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I'm very impressed with both of you that you will not get trolled by these people. No, you have to be vigilant yeah. against this, Sean. Brian fell for this shit. Brian Seriously. screens the calls. This guy's as dumb as a rock. Well, there's there's an advice columnist, Ask Amy, who has now been famously trolled at least twice with advice questions that are essentially the plots of TV shows. Mm. Oh, yeah. The most recent one was someone was asking a question that was a plot line from Seinfeld. Oh, and oh, they and she got, see they what... got she got the room too. Yeah, and the room was the the room was the other one. And that was yeah. the original. Yeah, boy, uh, those are pretty good choices. Yeah, I mean, what would Amy do? Were she not in that, that milieu? It's not that funny of a joke, but those are two of the better choices you could make. Sure. So yeah, I mean, I guess we just don't want to be in that you know in that shitstorm, right? So right. I think we just have to you know keep our eyes open, keep our ears to the ground, noses to the grindstone, and just. You know, really, you know, really call people out for saying that campaign commercials. Now are that you mention, that to now them. that you mention it, Sean. Do you remember what was that? Uh, the momentous occasion from a few weeks ago. The Southern guy mm-hmm. who was in uh, uh, Aspen, Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, van. Sure. Now that I think about it, that's. That's a plot line straight out of Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh my gosh. It's a oh classic boy. episode. Well, Fibber, even we're, you know, it happens to the best of us. Did you follow the script or did you give an alternate plot line? 
No, I followed the script. I sent in for a script after I heard it on the wireless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I mean, even the you know sometimes even the troll experts can be trolled. No one's immune. Man, I thought I was immune. Like one no. of those people that can't get AIDS. No, uh, uh-uh. we can get AIDS, my friend. AIDS yeah. in this case. Oh, I know I can get AIDS. AIDS in this case <laughs> is that one the hard AIDS. way. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You use Charlie Sheen's toothbrush. <laughs> it's not how it, Jordan, that's not how it, <laughs> I don't know. No, that's not how it, come on. Okay. Do you know where his toothbrush has been? <laughs> sure. Yeah, Patrick Johnson's of- toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it it's spreads. not how it spreads. It's not, not how, how it spreads. No. Educate yourself. These are ugly Educate rumors yourself. from the mid-80s that we're alluding Educate to. Yourself. These are not things we believe. We're sure. alluding to ugly things we're from the mid-80s. We're spreading awareness. Now each joke requires a minute of apology. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty grotesque jokes. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, one to one. One joke, one apology. Yeah. Well, if you have a momentous occasion to share with us, let's say you... Use the toilet at Magic Johnson's house. <laughs> Give us a call at 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. And we, of course, salute his courage. Uh, salute to you, sir. Magic Johnson. Sure. The great Showtime Magic Johnson mm-hmm. of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk artist <laughs> extraordinaire. <laughs> Uh, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go It's Jordan Jesse Go I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart Jordan Morris, boy detective Sean McCarthy, the comics comic We gotta wrap this thing up, we're gonna see Don Rickles, Jordan The great Don Rickles Hockey puck is what he says. Old hockey puck. I hear he sings. I, I, I'm excited. Do you excited think for all of it. He's going to sing in this show? I should hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. If not, I want my goddamn money back. What do you think he sings? Probably a national anthem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the theme song to America's Funniest Home Videos. I did it again. <laughs> I'm American. Uh, I live in the city. Hotline Bling. Probably Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling. Yeah. You know what? But he's so old, he calls it Landline Bling, right? <laughs> Hotline Bling is a good song. Hotline Bling is a great song. That's a jam. That's why that it's is such a, a goddamn jam. I I fucking hate Drake. <laughs> like I hate Drake so much. Yeah, he boy he Drake is I think what a great. I think I've said this on the show before. Drake is such a great comedy target. He's such a funny thing to make fun of. He's yeah. yeah. And I just yeah I just can't stand Drake, but he's very good at the thing he does. And a fucking Hotline Bling is a great song. Totally. <laughs> like, I feel like every time I hear it, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, that's a great song. That's how I feel about hot to Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. It's undeniable. Exactly. That's a really good, that's a really good way of it's putting it. undeniable. <laughs> Thank you. Were you, ever, were you ever a journalist, like a reporter? Like a newspaper <laughs> reporter? <laughs> like a real life, yes. Mm. That was probably wore, why you're so good at diction. Picking, I wore, selecting words. I wore bow ties and yeah. pants and... You know, the I remember had a notebook. I remember a time when uh dicking on Toby Keith was at its height. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this was maybe like a couple years after he had you know famously sung that he was going to going to put a, a boot in the ass of anyone who opposed America. Yeah. And he came out with a song called Red Solo Cup, uh-huh. where he and his famous friends, in the video, he and his famous friends like Carrot Top and a couple of the 
you know, blue-collar comedy guys were goofing around and having a party. And it was the, you know, it was the thing du jour for the, you know, comedy literati to be making fun of. I'm like, all right, I'm going to dig in. I'm going to watch this Red Solo Cup. I kind of liked Red Solo Cup. Yeah. To this day... If I am in a restaurant and Red Solo Cup comes on, I tap my foot a little yeah, bit. Toby Keith will write a real kick-ass country radio song. Ooh, boy. Yeah, he'll we'll we'll put a fun song on the radio. I, and I have not eaten at Toby Keith's Fuck This Bar and Grill, but I hope to someday. And I bet whatever they're serving up is probably pretty tasty. Probably put a boot up the ass of those nachos, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, that's right. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Sean McCarthy has been our guest on the program. Sean... Is the editor of the Comics Comic, great great blog about uh, comedy, uh, and he's also the host of the podcast of the same name. What kind of guests are we looking at on the podcast lately? Uh, just had a great uh, chat with Hannibal Burris mm. about Hannibal his Burris. Uh, sure. new Netflix special. We talk about his life and career. One of the funniest guys around. I spoke with Guy Branham this week in Los Angeles. The great sure. Guy Branham of Pop Rocket. One of the other funniest yes. guys around. Yeah, a maximum fun. Yeah, team Maximum player. Fun Team Player. Thank you very much. The great guy, Branham. So check out the comics comic. I want to note, by the way, Jordan, I don't know if you've looked on the head of our producer, Brian, but mm-hmm. that is a hell of a baseball cap he's wearing. Yeah. That's one of the new put-this-on-ball caps, Jordan. <laughs> we got New York ones. We got California ones. And we got ones with a cool star on it. They're all at putthisonshop.com. Sounds great. Use the code FULLCHORT. You put on the star if you live elsewhere. Exactly. Sure. Or if you live in those places and you just want to, you would just want to color coordinate differently. Sure. Navy and gold for mm-hmm. California. Navy and gray for uh, the Empire State. Mm-hmm. White and navy for the star. There you go. Another good reason to uh, buy the star hat if you're a Norteño. <laughs> sure. So if it's a gang affiliation, <laughs> yeah, thing, if you want to sure. fly colors. Got to But you want to do it in a classy way, with, kind a, of a cool... with a beautiful leather band mm-hmm. and wool flannel. You know. Just throwing it out there. Great. Well, we got to go see Don Rickles. Uh, we're on Reddit, uh, MaximumFun.org. No, Reddit.com slash R slash MaximumFun or MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan Morris, Jordan underscore Morris That's specifically. Uh, I'm not trying to brag, but I got retweeted uh, earlier uh, earlier this week by... Uh, confirmed genius Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm. Uh, so you could get in on that, guys. Sure. Uh, hashtag JJ Go. And this is the final week of the Get'em, Get'em, Get'em t-shirt. Better get in there and order it. Yeah, it's right. It's going to be gone forever. And order them, order them, order them. Yeah, exactly. MaxFunStore.com is where you can get those. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.